today's episode uh, and podcast is really about what creates your reality and more specific is like how relationships how friends how your family shape your reality and as always it is i your beautiful host isaac and welcome to today in the milky way podcast where independent minds discover unconventional ideas wow (laughs) i'm trying out new catchphrases you guys that one didn't feel quite right but eventually we'll land on one anyways uh there's this research that shows that if you do one good deed a day your happiness will grow incrementally exponentially and we all want to be happy right so why don't you use your one good deed for today if you're listening to this to share this podcast with somebody you think might enjoy it and not only will you become happier for doing this good deed but you would also help out your favorite podcast host me isaac (laughs) uh but it really does help us out you guys and we really do appreciate it anyways uh without further ado on with the show so so i want to start today's episode with a question and that question is uh how do you see yourself in the story of your life you know who is that character that makes up your reality and who is that character in relation to how you think other people around you see you and perceive you you know i've been thinking a lot about that lately because i came to the realization um through my little sister actually she got into college and uh what's crazy is like she started crying and obviously like you would expect a young kid to cry for getting into college and whatever but after the fact you know i asked her i was like dude are you like how do you feel are you happy and she was like no i'm relieved you know that's why i was crying i'm just relieved that i'm not a loser and i was like what and then she she like tells me how the pressure that my stepdad and our family was putting on like a college education and how if she didn't get to into school or into college you know how that meant at least through the eyes of her family and how her family saw her that she was going to be a loser and therefore it like manifested inside of her head that she would be a loser if she couldn't get into school and she doesn't even know if she wants to go to school that's the crazy part you know and yet here she is relieved and that's crazy to me uh, and that's where the realization came from and and that realization is that you know most of us most humans we live our lives trying to execute other other people's version of success other people's versions of happiness thinking that that is what's going to make us happy that's what's going to make us successful and then we live our life stressed out like that man and that's a trip and the more i thought about it the more i started realizing like that's how i was living my life when i was younger and and through i think most of my 20s you know until i got out of the military and and that's wild and it it, it was also kind of hard for me to accept that shit it also made me realize that relationships are the most impactful thing not only on your happiness but of of like your reality like literally all the relationships create your reality think about that all your friends all your family and how they you let them affect you how you let them impact you is what ultimately your reality is which brings me to today's musical recommendation because i always try to start the show 
by sharing with you guys some of the music that's getting me through my life and to my ultimate untimely death. <laughs> um, so today's music I chose because I feel like we're in such a state of over stimulation, like too much information. And it's really hard to kind of like shut off your brain and let yourself just breathe and think. Like, what do you actually think? You know, not what you read or what you saw. It's like, what do you think? And so today's recommendation is actually 90s hip hop lo-fi remix. And the reason I'm recommending this is because it doesn't demand your attention in the way most media does. Uh, Lo-fi in general just kind of lets you be in this endless loop of like soothing sounds and sometimes like mindscapes, you know. And I feel like in this endlessness that you just hear that's almost comforting and melancholy in a way is where you can find aspects of yourself that you haven't communicated with in a long time and I love that because I just I feel like in today's era it's really hard just to sit down and be able to center myself and just take a deep breath and actually think about what I think what my thoughts are without like all these external influences you know even though that's literally impossible to do as you maneuvering in a track with the world sometimes it's really nice just to sit down and be able to center yourself there's just something that i really have been appreciating about that lately you know it's it's kind of been motivating me i've been riding my bike just listening to this playlist this lo-fi remix playlist over and over and it just it just kind of been getting me through my days you know so i hope that it can do the same for you and i hope that it can even lo-fi you know give it a shot i hope that it can put you into like a good deep mind state where you can think for yourself and you can think about my question you know how do you see yourself in the story of your life and that's super important because you know through through the beginning of my life I always saw myself as a victim and I acted like a victim I would let people bully me I wouldn't stand up for myself and I wanted people's pity you know like I wanted them to feel bad for me I wanted them to um, this is probably the most shameful thing about myself that I've always kind of like guarded. I've had a, a rough life. I saw it through my eyes like, oh, poor Isak, you know, um, gone through so much. You have an abusive uh, stepfather, all these things. And, and I wanted people to give me kind of breaks in life because of that. And I grew up like that, you guys, until I, I found martial arts. You know, and even then I was still kind of like in that sense where I would I would be jaded that some people were better than me. And I'm like, that's because you have more opportunity than me. That's because of all this. And it was just literally a bunch of excuses, you know, and I think I was making those excuses to give myself a reason as to why I could not be my best self. And 
I live like that. Dude, I want to say, you know, aspects of that because as I got older and older, I was trying to get rid of that in some way. Um, and the reason was because like people didn't want to be around me. People didn't like me because I was always like, woe is me. And at the same time, I was like a really big bully because I was trying to stop my bullies. And the only way that I knew that was to like bully them back, you know, and I actually learned that lesson through being the shit out of my stepdad when I was 14, you know, I got my green belt and I was so excited and so like elated. And this is at the time that I was still like doing martial arts secretly, you guys, uh, like my parents didn't know. And, uh, and I remember doesn't the altercation doesn't matter. It just, I beat the shit out of my stepdad and he kicked me out of the house and, but then after that, I returned later, obviously, because my mom was like, you can't kick him out. He's like, fucking 14, 15, whatever. So, but he never hit me again. You know, like, he never laid another finger on me. And he would still, like, try to torment me. He would still, like, break my shit, punch walls. But, like, he never again put a fucking hand on me, you know. And that kind of made me a bully. Because anytime anybody would give me any type of trouble or I would feel emasculated, I would just try to beat the shit out of him. And I didn't win all the time, you know, but just fighting back and like at least hurting that person. And then you still not relenting when they like, they're like, yeah, I beat your ass. And I'm like, yeah, what's up, dude? Again, motherfucker. You know, like it would, it would make people like pick on me less. And, uh, and so I became a bully. And at the same time, I was this bully who wanted everybody's sympathy. So that's like a horrible fucking mixture of a human being, you know? And I found myself in Okinawa when I realized that I was a piece of shit. I was this asshole bully who just felt sorry for myself and blamed the struggles in my life, you know? And uh, the way I realized this, I've talked about it in the podcast many times before is, so I got in trouble. Let me start by this. I got in trouble. I was put in restriction and I was moved basis pretty much where I lived I live maybe like a five minute bus ride away from all my friends and not once did any of them come visit me not once nobody came nothing and I remember one of our friends six months before that had gotten in trouble and he would he actually got put away in like a, a camp that was like two hours away by the bus and we would go visit him and we would go have barbecues outside of his little thing with the 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 NCOs, the people that are in charge of you. So you don't like escape or whatever watching you. And we would go bring this fool like fucking candy and shit he couldn't have. And nobody ever minded taking this two hour bus ride. Yet nobody showed up for me. And I was only five minutes away. These people that I thought were my brothers and shit, you know. And it fucking crushed me. You know, Alec was my best friend, but he was, like, in Colombia at the time and shit. And Alec's the only person that, I, that has actually ever been there for me, you know. Like that. And Rudolfo. But, anyways, I'm crushed. And then when I get back to base, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, why didn't you guys come visit me? And this guy named Mosher who, like, he was kind of my acquaintance and stuff. He's like, dude, I'm going to tell you. What nobody else is going to tell you is like, you're a fucking dick. You're an asshole. You're always just fucking trying to do pity party bullshit. Nobody fucking likes you. We're just scared of you. And I was like, what? So I go talk to the guy I thought was my best friend. His name was Roy. And he was like, gee, 
you're an asshole. And you kind of in charge of me, which is why I'm nice to you. <sighs> you guys, that was like so crushing and so debilitating. It's like rock bottom, rock bottom, rock bottom. From that day forth, I started trying to change those things about me. I Actually, what I ended up doing is I, I tried very hard to get out of like the place that I was. And I got put into another position where nobody knew me. And I just practiced being nice. I just practiced being nice. I practiced being nice to people. I tried not to like pity party myself. And then and it kind of changed my mindset and it changed my mentality in the way of I'm not this poor thing. All these things that happened to me and shit, like they only exist in my head, you know. And at the time, I also came to the realization that I had those things in my head because I believe those things about myself in the sense of my stepdad was very rough on me and he would always put me down. He would like try to mentally break me, you know. And even though I would fight back with him and I was like a little asshole, like at the end of the day, I did believe those things about myself. And those things kind of oozed out of me to the people around me. And then the people around me started kind of seeing those things. And then they believed that about me. So therefore, I kept acting in that way. And the only way that I knew how to get out of it, um, even though at the time I wasn't so aware of what was happening was to run away you know I didn't know what was wrong at my home where I lived all I knew was that I needed to get out of there you know I was ne I was just gonna end up being some kind of fucking like burger flipper like not that there's anything wrong with that but like just something that I hated to do with my life you know and my stepdad was always like you're gonna work at a gas station you're gonna be working at fucking jack in the box like he would say these things to me he's like you're just a piece of shit you're just a bully like your dad and I was dude I was all those things you know because I believed them and I I per perpetuated them and I didn't really that never clicked in my head that that's why I left my house my home you know uh, my mom my sisters but that's the reason that I did it, like now thinking about it in hindsight and, and I joined the military and I became this whole new person. And even then, you know, like I, I still couldn't get rid of uh, my reality until I hit that rock bottom, realizing that I have no friends. I'm fucking 20 years old and nobody fucking likes me. Not even my wife at the time. She fucking loathed me, you know. And man, and all I did was literally I just started caring more about people like genuinely caring about people and at first it was like I was faking it you know in a way that I just I just wanted people to like me and they could still kind of tell but I was nice enough and all that stuff and but eventually you know that that emotion became genuine and I actually started caring for my friends and I learned how to master like being a good person and friend to other human beings and then I had and and still this day I have all these these amazing people in my life that are like my brothers dude like I know people that would die for me that I would die for and it just like it all started with me really evaluating who am I you know how do I see myself who is this character you know I'm not a victim you know I'm not a I'm not some traumatized crazy person who only knows uh, how to put pause on people to get the mo you know, uh, I, I see myself differently now and literally like all those problems and all these things that I carried with myself 
was because not only like the people around me, but what the people around me in my past that I ran away from, like put it in my head, put it in my reality, put it in my being that I believed, you know. And so we get to the second point of this podcast, which is, you know, what your friends and your families do for you. You can't choose your family. I thankfully I have like the best mom in the world. She's my fucking hero. But I also grew up with like a horrible, abusive stepdad. Like he still torments my sisters till this day. So I totally understand when people like run away. They don't talk to their families. Even till this day, I don't talk to my real dad. Like I'm so scared to confront him. I'm not ready to do that yet. That's something that I'm trying to work my way into doing. But even now, I just don't feel ready, you know, so all, all, your family, you can't choose that. And the way that they bring you up and they traumatize you and they kind of like fuck with your reality, you know, you cannot choose that for the first beginning of your life. But you can choose your friends, you know, and I don't think people understand how important that is, like to be able to choose your friends. Um because your friends the people around you you know uh they're the ones that'll help carry you and give you the attributes that you need i'm sure all of you listening to this have heard of the quote or the saying that you are the closest five people around you right you're an average of all the five closest people around you little bits of them make you up so look around at those people you know are they good for you? Are they good in your life? Or do they bring negativity, toxic elements? You know, uh, I feel weird preaching about that stuff, but it's so important because <sighs> I'm going to tell you guys a little story of, uh, I'm going to tell you guys a little story. So last year, you know, I found myself in a fight with Alec or actually it was two years ago now. And we're in our bus, we're in Colorado. And uh, and I told him, I was like, hey man, I think I want to end this trip. Um, and he was like, he was upset at me, you know. And we had this like really long talk about, I'm going to keep a lot of that private because it's just between us. But, you know, I, uh, I just kind of let him know like, dude you've been carrying me for so long like you know so Alec is pretty much like my soulmate any bad attribute that I have is his best attribute and vice versa you know and so you guys I'm living this awesome fucking reality right I'm I'm on my bus I'm visiting friends we're seeing cool shit it's not always the best thing you know you got to deal with like uh the sad realities of the world of like homeless people people doing drugs all that whatever but at the end of the day, like, we're in these dope adventures. I'm having fun with my brother. It's dope. And at, not only that, I've, I'm working as a videographer, right? People are literally paying to fly me, fly me to other locations to use my talents. And I'm like, what? In my mind, I cannot believe and conceive of this. And all along, Alec is just like, you're fucking worth it, bro. You fucking do this shit. Also, my weight, pff, girl... I'm coming down in weight. I'm a fucking point. Boy starting to look sexy. You know, getting a tan. And my life is amazing. Right? And then I just look around me one day. 
and I something feels off. I feel like I'm being selfish in a way, and I just try to push that away. And But the feeling keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. And then I realize that the reason that I'm here, that I'm this successful, is because of my friend, Alec. He's carrying all my bad attributes. And he even tells me, like, how are you going to live without me? And at the time, he's right, 100% right. I'm a fucking mess, okay? Like, I'm a binge eater. I'm all these things. And all along, I have my friend Alec to fucking stop me from those things. The Like I said, he's my fucking soulmate, you guys. And he tells me that stuff. And then I tell him, I'm like, dude, this is the reason that we have to end the trip, you know? Because he's in love, I'm in love. We're literally going to marry the these women. And I, I tell him, I'm like... I need to learn the things that you have taught me throughout our friendship and I need to be able to execute them by myself. And right now I'm just being selfish because I'm letting you carry me and all these things and you've already mastered the things that I had to, that I showed you through our friendship, you know, like you're empathetic, you're, you listen to people and, and you're more emotional. You're able to talk more about your emotions. Like you've literally mastered every positive aspect about me and i haven't even really been able to master the stuff that are your attributes that you should have shown me so i'm doing our friendship like this giant disservice you know like i'm being a shitty friend and uh and we we cried a little bit you know and and we had a big hug and and it was amazing and we ended our trip and it was rough and it was it was a hard thing to do and it was a very hard thing for me to do because like here I am letting go of one of the things that has made me successful and of my friend you know he lives in but here's the thing he moved to New York he's this amazing uh personal trainer you know he's he's about to train the guy from fucking the movie Aladdin and the dude that's gonna play fucking Kid Flash and and like he's just fucking killing it in New York and if we had stayed on the trip we would barely be ending it this summer and I realized that I realized that when we were in Colorado I realized I was keeping my best friend my brother my soulmate from his ultimate reality and even if he couldn't see it I could so I had to be selfless I had to honor my friend and in a way like I had to let him go now we still talk all the time every day uh we're going to japan next year so i'm really excited but that's just uh i just wanted to give you guys that example because i have come to a similar road again uh and that road is that you know rodolfo is no longer part of this podcast and i'm crushed you guys i'm crushed (sighs) and let me tell you why rodolfo is the kind of friend that gives you motivation, that gives you creativity by believing in you. Like you will tell Rodolfo, like, I'm trying to go outer space. And he'll be like, bro, I know some Mexicans that will do it for half. Like he's that type of guy, you know, like uh, they'll build you a spaceship. Fool. Let's go. There's nothing that you will bring up to him that he, unless it's like some evil shit, you know, but like that he won't support you in. And when I left the the bus and I kind of started reevaluating myself, my main goal was to 
earn and master the attributes that Alec had taught me. And I have been doing that. And, I, and I've been killing it as of late. But it's taken me like a year and a half to get to this spot where I can finally be, or, or I guess in this sense, like honor my friend Alec, you know, honor my brother. I'm finally being able to sit and do like I haven't binged in a while. I haven't uh, I've been losing weight again. You know, nobody's pushing me and I'm I'm continuing this path and I'm a martial arts instructor now. And I'm, I'm training a group of of women who seem to appreciate uh, the hard work that I put into it. And it's like so gratifying. And, and I have my friend Alec to thank for this, you know, and also like the heavy schedule that I have. I fucking have 18 credits of carpentry school. Monday through Thursday, I'm an instructor. At the same time, I'm doing this podcast and I'm still doing video work here and there. Uh, And if it wasn't for the things that Alec taught me, I wouldn't be able to like maintain all these things uh, in the way that I am now. And I'm so grateful to him for that, you know, and I'm so grateful to be able to do those things now on my own. And so when it came to doing this podcast, Rodolfo's always been the guy that he kind of he was the wind, right? I, I I put the logs in the fire there, but it, it was his wind that started the fire, that created it. And I've been leaning on him in that sense. Like his belief has been what has kept this podcast going because you guys, I haven't, even when I see people like Rodolfo's like, yeah, we got a motherfucking podcast. It's dope. Check it out. He doesn't care. Old people, young people, babies dude he's like yo little baby you got an instagram come listen to our motherfucking podcast it's dope and the baby's like gaga and he's like yep yep we got all that shit and like it doesn't matter he's always promoting our shit and you got i'm embarrassed to tell people that i have a podcast you know people are like what do you do and i'm just like oh i'm a videographer and all he's like what about your hobbies i never tell people i have a podcast because i don't believe in it in that sense you know well, I do now, which I'm talking about it, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, it's been Rodolfo that's kind of had, had kept that going in a way, you know, and a f- he's a few months ago, like six months ago, he had to take this fat break from the podcast. He's like, yo, I'm exhausted. I only have one day off. I'm working like 80 hours a week. Um, and that one day off, you know, I want to, I want to see my girlfriend. I want to do these things. And I'm like, yo, don't worry about it. Because up to that point for a whole year, this motherfucker is in the podcast showing up. We're putting in hard work. And I super appreciate that, you know, to have a brother in arms that you can connect with and do all these things with and go through the same kind of struggles. So he takes a break, comes back. Everything is cool. It's going back to normal and all that shit. Right. And this is the part where you were, I'm trying to impart upon you guys where you, honor your friends right so it's new year start we're banging out episodes and stuff and then he's like yo bro i need a break and i'm like cool bro take your time da, da, da. and i uh i noticed that he's doing he's doing this thing and i see like this spark i see this fire in him that i've never seen on the podcast you know just how involved and how how like excited he is about it and all these things and i'm just like man like he really loves doing that shit and i just start thinking how he's on a break from the podcast and all these things you know and yeah it's probably been the hardest things i've had to do and 
and Rodolfo was a little bit hurt at first, you know, but I was like, yo, bro, I don't think you should do the podcast anymore. And he's like, why? Like, what the fuck? You know, I'm, this is, I'm so passionate about this, you know, like, I don't even think about like, should I keep doing the podcast or anything? Even if I'm scared to tell people about it, that's because I don't believe in myself and all that shit. Right. But like, I love just coming here and talking and, and trying to, I don't know, entertain you guys in a way, you know? And I was like, I don't, I feel like you're just being a good friend to me. You know, you're so supportive and, and you're always there for me. And, and this is fun. Like we have a lot of fun doing it, but this isn't your passion, bro. And I saw that and uh, it's so hard for me to even say that because I want my friend by my side. He's my one of my best friends. He's another one of my brothers. Me and Alec and him, we actually would always talk about like, uh, I am the wood, Alec is the fire, and Rudolph was the wind. Like we we literally came up with that analogy together, like the fucking trio, you know. It was hard for me to to tell him that because selfishly I want him here. You know, I I want him to give me his motivation, his belief. And, and his belief in me is what like kind of kept me going, what kept me creative and got me to feel like a creative person, to feel like a true artist. But at this point, you know, I, I feel like I'm being selfish and, and keeping you here. I almost feel like I trapped you and like your creativity and all this shit. And I, I feel like he has these other things to work through within himself and he's not able to do those things because of this podcast you know and and that's part of like honoring him in the sense of i'm gonna keep this podcast going at first i was like yo i'm, I'm like without rudolph over here i can't do this like i've had all these like crazy doubts you guys that's why i haven't posted up an episode two in like three weeks because i didn't know the new direction that i was going to take this or what it was going to turn into because it was it started with me and my best friend you know but now, you know, after I've had some time to like really think about it and put my thoughts together, it's like, no, I got to honor my friend. He believed in me. He put all this time and effort into this. And now I have to make this shit work. I have to be here to show up. I got to tell babies. I got to tell dogs, bro. You got a pet snake. Does it got an Instagram profile? Tell him to follow my podcast page, baby. Today in the Milky Way. Woo. And that's how I'm going to honor my friend, you know, and, and we're having a photo shoot tomorrow. And my hope is, is that. I can make this into something where, you know, he can rejoin me in some form and then in another way where I can still do all this creative shit that we do, that we love to do, but just not the podcast, not until my friend finds himself, you know, not until he's, he's got that spark like I do when I sit down here and I fucking press record and I'm just like, whoa, you know, just this is what everyone feels like, ah. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, but that's kind of where I'm at, you know, you guys, so I feel like that's what honoring your friends is, in a sense, is it's grabbing their best attributes and really making sure that you hone them and that you master them and that you don't need your friends in that way at some point in your relationship because then, like, your friendship flourishes and flourishes well that's weird to say but then your friendship that flourishes and it becomes something new um and it becomes something like what me and alec have right now 
and what me and Rodolfo have right now, uh, and what I have with my wife, and, and I feel as if there's not really like a a set track or people don't talk about these things anymore. It's just like me, 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 right? You go online and all these motivational videos like you need not only motivation, you need drive, you need confidence, you need to be strong, you need to care less, you need to invest. You need to not worry about what people think about yourself. You need to be you, 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 selfish, selfish. You know, it's, it's all about selfishness. Although being selfish is one of the greatest things that I've ever done with my life, you know, I feel like the first step is having a good set of friends, a good set um, of family relations. You know, like I've squashed all the beef with my stepdad. I saw him. A while back and I gave him a hug. I, in a way, I still hold a lot of shit against him, but I've forgiven him, you know, in a way that it doesn't affect me anymore. I feel like the first step to any type of change, any type of goal that you have is to really sit down and assess not only who you are, but who the people around you are and why they're in your life. And sometimes you need to make a hard decision and you need to part ways with your friends, even if you love them and you can't see your life without them. If it's the thing that your being needs, you have to do that service, not just to yourself, but to your friends. And I really think that's the first step to any type of change, because all the, the people around you, they're what manifest and create your reality. If people think you're a piece of shit, if people want you to have harm to come your way, then that kind of, in, in a way, like, manifests. It, it, it becomes part of your being, you know? And uh, and maybe it's because you're a shitty person. Maybe whatever the thing is, you know? And, and that's where you have to look inside yourself and be like, oh, my God, I am a fucking douchebag. I am a piece of shit. People only like me because they're scared of me. You know, I'm a bully. You know how hard it was for me to do all that shit? Like, guys, I was like crying, snuts coming out my nose. <laughs> you know, fucking people knocking on the doors like, hey, shut the fuck up, turn the TV down. It's like me just crying, okay. You know, like, it's hard to admit those things to yourself. But you gotta fucking do them. Oh, a thing I did forget about the podcast is, you know, there's there's kind of people that you need in your life in the sense of you becoming successful and all that stuff. Because I consider my wife my mentor, you know, she's like this fucking genius bitch, like she's fucking insane with it. And she mentors me in a lot of ways and she's helped me grow and become, helped me become the successful person that I am today. Because uh, I, for the first time in my life, I'm motherfucking successful, you guys. The cards are looking good. You know, and I feel good. I feel amazing. My body, everything, you know, I'm starting to get in tune with myself. You know, obviously there's a lot of tweaks I still got to do. And this is like a life journey for me. But it's going, you know, I feel like I, I'm at zero. All the bullshit, all the trauma, all the shit is finally squashed. And I'm at zero. And I can finally start this fucking summit, bro. And it feels nice, it feels good, it feels like a weight is off my shoulder. Um, and it's just because of all these like little realizations that I never made before. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I hope you guys got something good to uh, help make your life a little bit better. That's my whole goal for this podcast is just hopefully share something that can start something within you. 
and in that way we make the world a better motherfucking place all right anyways if you listen to this podcast as long as always i fucking love you i appreciate you and please share this with somebody who you will think will like it or just just share it for me for me your guy your host all right um i'll see you guys next motherfucking week again i am your beautiful lonely host isak take care space pimps